such a fucking lady, right? Hey, ladies, you are now tuned in to She Knows Podcast, hosted by Miss Brownstone. If you are new, hit that subscribe button. Welcome to the family. And if you are old, welcome back, bitch. You have to get into some juicy topics. And she told me that she make him come fast. Why you acting like that? Hey ladies, so usually I tell you what today's episode is called, right? Well, I don't know what I'm going to call it. At first, I was going to name it, Who the Fuck Do You Think I Am? Then I thought about naming it, You Got Me Fucked Up. Then I thought about naming it, Grown Men Really Want to Be Bad Bitches. Then I thought about naming it, I don't replace, I don't chase, I replace. I have so many names. And then I thought if I name it, I need to get this off my chest. And that might be what I name it. I don't know yet. But one thing I do know is that I need to get this off my chest, okay? And one thing about me, if something's on my chest, baby, <laughs> I'ma get it off me, all right? So, and it's probably gonna be a lesson at the end, which is usually what it is, right? Cause I wouldn't share it if it wasn't a lesson, right? So, I gotta take a deep breath because today's been crazy. Today has been crazy, and I'm hoping my energy don't come through the phone, but it is what it is. Do the mic, I said the phone. Do the mic, but it is what it is. So, I guess today is like a her notes, a Miss Brownstone her notes. Shit, we about to hear some real shit. This episode gonna be raw as fuck. Like, I know how it was in the beginning of the podcast when I was just talking my shit, inventing, treating y'all like y'all my diary, without all the lessons and shit. I think I'm about to do it like that. So if y'all like those episodes, we about to get into some things, okay? So, can I tell y'all a story? Is that all right? Is that all right? I'm going to tell y'all a story. If you made it this far, it's okay. I met a guy. You can call him Miguel. And I- This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. I met Miguel at, let's say, a marketing, networking kind of event and Y'all know I'm a podcaster, right? So that means I was in a room with other podcasters. So met Miguel at this event and at this particular event kind of situation, you know, we were talking about my content. And I instantly felt like I clicked with Miguel because I felt like we had the same thoughts about things sometimes, you know? And I felt like I liked the fact that he came to me. He was like, yo, I love your content. Like, you're dope. You feel me? I thought that was like... You know, if it was very flattering, for like that. He said that, you know, he wished all women was hypergamous and this, this, and that. But it was, I'm like, yeah, this shit fire. Like, I fuck with him. You feel me? That's what I'm thinking. So I instantly, you know, gravitated towards him because I'm like, okay, I get to be around a man that I don't got to hide who the fuck I am. You know what I mean? I don't got to hide my podcast. You feel me? I don't got a lot of my content. I could be me. You feel me? And he respects that. That's what I'm thinking. So, fast forward, me and Miguel, we, you know, we exchange numbers, and we get to talking, and this, this, and that, or whatever the case may be. 
Now, y'all know my birthday party. My, my birthday party. Y'all know my birthday was June 28th. So, shout out to everybody that looked at my DMs and said happy birthday to me. Y'all really my A1 day ones. I love y'all. All my sissies. Y'all fucking bomb. Okay? Those that didn't say it, that don't mean I don't love you. It just mean that y'all forgot. <laughs> but that's okay. Because we all got a life. You know what I mean? I forgives you. Okay? I forget you. So, my birthday, June 28th. We met at the beginning of June. I thought he was so fire. I was like, y'all get to be around somebody that, you know what I mean? Like my content, understand my lifestyle, you feel me? He could talk his shit, I could talk my shit. Like, it's chill. That's what I'm thinking. So I was like, yo, you should come out for my birthday, you feel me? Like, it's a girl's trip, but the girl's gonna leave at a certain time. Maybe me and you could vibe together. My homegirl gonna be there with her man. Like, it'll be dope, you feel me? Go out for dinner or something like that. So he was like, all right, yeah, he, you know, he'll come too. Thanks for the invite. I'm like, okay, cool. So I'm thinking to myself, like, if he come, that's fire. If he don't, that's cool, because we just started talking. So fast forward, around this time, probably like a week before my birthday, I end up getting fired from my temp job. And those that have been keeping up with Ms. Brownstone know that jobs lately has been a hassle for me. I don't know if it's the universe trying to tell me, like, bitch, you need to do it for yourself, which I really do feel like that. I don't know what it is, but I'm just in the, I'm in this, like, energy where it's like I don't want to work for nobody I want to podcast full-time but I'm not making enough off this podcast to pay my bills but I know if I tap back into my exotic dancewear I'll make enough to pay my bills with the podcast you get what I'm saying so I'm just on this tug of war of being an entrepreneur or working for the, the white man shit I said it so that's how I was feeling I told him that I had got fired from my job which he knew you know but I already had got a new job anyway and I was going to start, but I my start date was pushed back because I was about to go on vacation for my birthday. You feel me? So, and you know, background checks and all this stuff. And so now I'm thinking, damn, I get Friday for my birthday. I still got plans to go to Miami. Everything is already paid for. Airbnbs, this, this, and that. Shit already booked. Reservations, everything. So now I'm just like, I want extra money. I mean, I knew I was going to have money, but I wanted more money to what the fuck I already had planned. You know what I'm saying? So I said, all right, I'm about to go hit the trap. Y'all know what the trap is for me. Selling my exotic dancewear. I'm about to sell some outfits. So every day I got up, I started sewing to make my outfits. You get what I'm saying? I'm, I'm creating content. Buku crazy. You know what I mean? I'm doing what I got to do to keep my mind occupied. Now, um, what ended up happening is that I wanted to have some nipple covers to go with my exotic dancewear outfit. Because nipple covers and money bags, they sell fa- they sell faster. Y'all know that if y'all been to the strip club. Those things sell fast. So I'm like, I want those. But literally, I didn't have no money. So I'm thinking, okay, well, me and him been talking. He knows my situation. He didn't judge me when I told him I got fired. You feel me? We had a good conversation about it. He said that, you know, the amount of money I make don't mean none to him, this, this, and that. So I'm going to just ask him for help. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm thinking. Because this is the same man that says, oh, the whole convo, independent black woman, da 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 and all the bullshit. So I'm like, oh, maybe I come out at club, it won't be an issue. So I said, yo, I need, you know, I need your help. I need about $100 so I can get some nipple covers, some money bags for the dancers or whatever. I sent him a screenshot of the list. You know this man, mind you, he knows my content. We're going to get into this. The man responded back and said, is this the part where I act like I didn't see this? Or is this the part where closed mouths don't get fed? What? 
that shit pissed me off to my core. And I really feel like that was the first red flag. I should have just come the fuck off. It pissed me off to my core because it's the same person that when we started talking, he said, yo, let's put our guns down. Let's not play no games. Let's show up as our authentic self, this, this, and that. You feel me? I know your content. You feel me? You know this, this, and that. Like, let's just not play games. We both know the game. We don't have to move like this. So I'm not even trying to run game on a nigga. Guarantee, you know, Miss Brownstone and Vicky are two different people to a certain extent. I practice what I preach on my podcast, but I don't ask a man for shit unless I genuinely need help. Because I'm not the woman that's out here trying to hold five bags in one hand. You feel me? I'm not the woman out here thinking I could do it all. I'm not superwoman. I don't have a problem with coming out and asking for help. You know what I mean? And I don't have a problem with receiving help from a man. I don't see nothing wrong with that. Anybody that want to fucking help me. Because I know that I can't do it all on my own. You feel me? No successful person has done it all on their own. You can say self-made all day and all night, but nigga, you had a team behind you. You feel me? So, it really pissed me off that he resorted back to the content because I'm just like, why are you bringing up my podcast, bro? And the podcast has really been hard. It made dating hard for me. It made friendships hard for me. The podcast has made a lot of shit hard for me. And, you know, and I and I love my podcast, so I keep grinding and I keep pushing to do it because I've really seen how much it has grown when I really started from nothing. It's really like giving birth to a child type shit. Like, this is really my baby. I'm not going to abandon my baby, regardless of how many other people may feel like my baby got, you know, is a bad baby and got attitude problems and shit like that. I don't know. Just using that as an example. But I'm not going to abandon my baby. I put too much blood, sweat, and tears literally into this shit. But I feel like I have a problem when it comes to dating because of this podcast. Like, I really do because niggas hear it and they think that, oh, well, this is her, this is her, this is her book. Like, this is her her blueprint to how she moved and this, this, and that, and whatnot. So I know how to counteract it. And I feel like because they know that this is how I think, instead of them just, I don't want to say fall in line, but instead of them just being on some shit like, all right, well, I know that if I do this and do that for her, that she'll feel secure and I get to get what I want. She's not the type of woman that wants some, oh, I don't need a nigga for shit, independent black woman. She's not a type of woman that's not feminine. She's not a type of woman that's not going to be submissive. She's not a type of woman that don't want to hear what you got to say. You feel me? I give in the same energy you give me. Shit, I go all out. I do little thoughtful things too. So I feel like a nigga that come in my presence should know that I'm not a regular regular bitch. I'm not a Honda. You feel me? No Honda Civic over here. You feel me? So you would think that. But instead, you hear the content and you do the complete opposite. And that really is some, like, I don't want to say no controlling shit, but it's real manipul- it's manipulation. It's somebody trying to, they love a challenge. And they try to, okay, this is how she think. I'm going to change her whole shit and get her to, to be the way I want her to be. That's not going to work over here. I'm strong in who the fuck I am, right? So I just was aggravated that the fact that he brought up the podcast. And I feel like every time I try to date, I have an issue with someone bringing up my podcast. And my podcast is not tricks and games on how to play a nigga and how to win and how to control a nigga, things like that. No, it's really tips and tricks on how to please your man, how to get the man you want, and how to love yourself and have confidence in that at the end of the day, in this dating game, there there's games. There's games. So when you come to me and say, be your authentic self, let's not play games, I'm like, damn, all right. But then you result back to the podcast, that shit really pissed me the fuck off. It pissed me off. And it really made me feel some type of way. And it made me feel sometimes that, you know, that honestly, I'm not ever going to be in a relationship. I really feel like that. I feel like 
honestly, I'm never going to be in a relationship because sometimes I think that a man's just going to pull his shit up and he's just going to be feeling like I'm running game on him. And I'd be like, damn, I'm going to be single forever. For real, for real. I'm just being honest. Like, I'm not even going to hold you. That's really how I feel sometimes. I'm not even going to lie. So I just be sitting here like, here we go again. Back to the same old shit. And it's interesting how every time you meet somebody, they tell you that they don't have a problem with what you do and they love what you do and they want to be supportive and this, this, and that. But then they hear it and they try to run game on you or, or, or try to be 10 steps ahead of you because they think that your podcast is, is to play them out or to use them or, or get over on them. And that's not even the fucking case. That's not the case. Sometimes I wonder if a nigga didn't know, how far would we get? Like, if he didn't know about this podcast, would he have showed up the same way he showed up? Would he have really? That bothers me. That really bothers me. And I think I'm just going to have to get me an old nigga with one foot in the grave where he don't even know how to work social media so he'll never know about the podcast. That's really how I'm feeling today. That's how I always feel. But today, I really feel it. You know what I'm saying? So, that was the first red flag for me. I didn't like that. And then... He was just like, oh, well, if I take care of this, then I'm not taking care of, you know, the whole Miami dinner thing. Like, if I come out there, you know, you and homegirl, I'm not paying for that shit because I just paid for this. And I'm like, $100 is not going to kill you, especially when you know it's going to... I'm not asking you for a fucking coach bag, Michael Kors bag, Chanel bag. I'm not asking you for no fucking shoes. I'm telling you, listen, can you give me $100 so I can invest in this so I can flip it, so I can have my own money for my birthday, so I don't have to ask you or nobody for shit. It's really on some shit, like, help me be a better person, like, literally invest in me, and if you wanted the money back, I would have, once I would have flipped it, I would have gave it to you 10, well, not 10 times, you know, but double that, if it was that deep, you know what I'm saying, but I don't want to have to be that bitch, I don't want to always have to put my dick on the table and be like, yo, nigga, you need the money back, you know what I mean, like, is it that deep, or, or, you know, fuck you, I don't need you for shit. You feel me? I don't need a nigga. I don't want to be that bitch. But this man made me feel like I had to be that bitch. And I don't like being it. I worked so hard. I worked so hard not to be in that energy. It really kills me when I have to be around somebody that make me feel like I have to be like that. I had to let that out. (laughs) I really had to let that out. So he was just like, if I pay for the supplies, I'm not paying for the dinner in Miami. I said, you know what? Cool. It's cool. I will have somebody pay for the supplies, and you can still come out to Miami. Then he started thinking that, oh, I just wanted him in Miami so he could pay for shit. But my nigga, my birthday trip and everything was already in the works. Yeah, I lost my job, okay? But here's the thing. I'm not a bitch that come from nothing. My dad makes six figures. My mom makes six figures. I don't have to want for shit. I don't. I don't. You feel me? I've been living on my own for a minute. Yeah, I got emancipated. I've been doing my ones and twos, but I didn't have to. I didn't have to. I don't come from fucking, you know, a family of fucking rags, nigga. Like, I come from bread, nigga. So if I really needed that bad, that's why I got mommy and daddy for it. You know what I mean? If I really needed that bad, that's why I got exes that'll kill for me. You know what I mean? If I really needed that bad, I, don't, I can ask another nigga. I just felt like why not ask you? You know my situation. I don't want to have to tell somebody it's my situation. You feel me? So that definitely was the first red flag for me. And it made me hot. I let that go. We made up. I'm thinking it is what it is. You feel me? I'm not even about to go there. Let it go. We make up. Move on. Now he comes out to Miami for my birthday. 
I'm happy that he's there because I, I really felt like I liked this man. Now I sit back and say, why the fuck did I like you? But that day, I didn't feel like that. I felt like, you know what? He likes my content. He knows who I am. We kind of think the same. We can bounce off the ideas when we talking to each other. Like, he seems like he's real supportive. He's older than me. It's a cool little vibe. He's cute at that. You know what I mean? Like, I want to get to know this man. This is what I'm thinking in my mind. So I'm like, I like him. This is what I'm thinking. He comes out to Miami. And yeah, he hopped on the flight. That's a, And that's, that's one thing that I'm always going to respect. The fact that. You came from your bed and got on the flight to come out for my birthday. That's respect. Especially when you didn't know me that long. Like a couple, three months in. I mean, three weeks in. And you did that for me. I That's respect off the rip. Off the rip. You feel me? And, that, and I'm respecting that not because you're switching money. But because you gave me your time. You got on that plane. You gave me your time. That goes far with me. Time. Your money? Cool. But I could find any nigga to run a bag on. You feel me? So the fact that you gave me your time is always going to be like that for me he hops on the plane he comes out to miami me and my homegirl it's my birthday we go out for lunch he comes he didn't eat he paid for me and my homegirl that's dope i appreciate that but i also because i like him i'm not trying to run up a check on him i'm not asking for crazy shit neither was my homegirl i told her straight up like we not about to do all that you me we didn't run try to run up a check on this nigga because she knew i genuinely liked him so I was being aware of his pockets, even though this nigga makes six figures. I'm like, I'm making, I'm being aware of his pockets. I don't want him to spend a whole bunch of money. That's not in my plans, especially not on my friend. You know what I'm saying? I'm just happy he here. Like, I really just want to chill in a hotel, watch movies with you and cuddle up with you. You feel me? Blow out the cake and chill. Like, that was my vibe. I wasn't trying to spend no crazy buku money on you. I mean, uh, you know, take your money, whatever the case may be. But for some reason, niggas hit the podcast and that's all they think. That's all they think. That's all they think a bitch is after. And that shit pisses me off. Don't get me wrong. I love a nigga have his own bread. But that's because I don't want a man to depend on me. And that's because if I fall down, I know he's going to help me get back up. And I have somebody I can depend on. You know what I'm saying? Because I dated enough bums, scrubs, and dusties that I know that when I fall, I just fall on me, nigga. I know how that feels. I don't want that for myself. I want to go to someone who is knowledgeable and ask them what they think and can they help me and what they think is the best move for me. That's why I put big emphasis on a nigga having his own money. That's why, because not only the mindset that come along with it, but the fact that if I fuck up, he can help me. You know what I'm saying? If I fuck up. I only ask for shit if I'm messed up. I'm not asking for anything. I've never asked a nigga to get my fucking hair done, my nails done, my toes done, my eyebrows done. I do all that shit myself. If anything comes to maintaining my appearance, I do it myself. If a man offers, that's cool. I'm not going to stop it. You feel me? But I never came out and asked a nigga for none of that shit. A bag, nothing. I never did it. Niggas did that shit on their own because they wanted to. I never asked for none of that shit. Just make that clear. Okay. So, he gets there, he pays me and my homegirl to go out um, for lunch or whatever. Me and him, we spend the rest of the night together. It's a cool vibe. Chill. Gets back on the plane the next day, he goes home. Right? This is where I start to wonder, because the first word, like I already told you, but this is where I start to wonder, what the fuck did I get myself into? So, this nigga... Who's that? That's why they listen to me. I mean, a sissy. Um, this nigga decides that after everything is said and done, he brings up constantly about him paying for me and my homegirl to go out for lunch on my birthday. Constantly brings it up. 
I hate a nigga that do something for me and throw it back in my face. I hate that. I really hate that. And that's the reason why you have a lot of women that strong, independent black women that say, I don't need a nigga for shit. Because there have been niggas that came in their life, men that came in their life and did something for them and constantly remind them that they did something for them. And think because they did something for you that that shit's supposed to give them leeway to do whatever the fuck they want. You feel me? I don't agree with the whole strong, independent black woman situation, but I do understand why women do that shit. Why they, they program themselves to think this way. I understand it. And I understood it back then, but I really understand that shit right now. And at this point, how I feel right now, I'm not going to ever discredit a woman for getting her own bag on her own. And I never feel like I did before. I do feel like you are being adult and you're taking care of yourself. Kudos for that. But I'm not going to take them away from putting from, from putting that battery in their back. Because that's what they did. They took all that anger and hurt. If a nigga throwing shit back up in their face or trying to use their money to fucking control them or realizing that a man ain't never come through and help them, waiting outside for their daddy to show up and their daddy never showed up. They took all that anger and they put that shit in the battery in their backpack and they let that shit rule them to get out there and get that bread. So I understand that. I don't want us to be like that. I don't want us to be in that masculine energy because it really is tearing up a lot of black homes. Real shit. And it's the reason why a lot of women are single, especially black women. I don't want us to think like that. What I'm saying is, I understand why now more than anything. And I think we need to stay away from men that make us feel that way. If a man makes you feel like you have to constantly throw your dick on the table, you don't need to date him. That's how I feel right now. And I'm going to stand on that forever at this point. If a man makes me feel like I can't rest in my feminine, I don't want to fuck with you. That's how I'm feeling. So, kept throwing up the fact that he did that for me. That pisses me the fuck off. Because I can get any nigga to pay for a fucking dinner. I'm not a bitch that's not used to not having shit. And I had to eventually come out and let him know that. Because we started talking about... Because I know I have a male friend that's a football player. And his birthday's right after mine. We're both canceled. Shout out to him. So I said on Facebook, like... I mean, Instagram, I said, happy birthday to him. Right? And the reason why I did that because he slid in my DMs and he said happy birthday to me. But you know when somebody is like a big figure or whatever, they want people to post them. They want to feel special. So I did it because... I knew that's what he wanted, and I see all of our friends who went to high school are doing it. So I'm like, okay, let me just, you know, make him feel good about it. So happy birthday, whatever. I guess it threw um, Miguel off the fact that he was a football player. So I'm guessing Miguel thought I didn't know the nigga, and I was just on some group, groupy thirsty shit. So he slid in my DMs and was like the thirstiness. And I'm like, what? I'm being, this is my friend. Like, if I wanted the nigga, I could have been had the nigga. Like, but this is really my homeboy. Like, he's not, I know about three football players like real real shit i know about three football players like i don't want football player i don't want a basketball player i don't want a motherfucker rapper i don't want none of those things i don't want none of that shit and i know a couple of fucking rappers like real shit a lot of rappers made it out of jersey that been in the hood with us i know them personally been in the studio with them i know a couple of niggas you feel me like elite type shit but i'm not gonna talk about that because there's no need to. You get what I'm saying? So he came in my DM saying I was being thirsty. Da, da, da. And he was like, oh, well, if if you know him, he would flew you out for his birthday and make sure he could fly you and your homegirl out to Miami pay for, and pay for uh, the, the restaurant. He listed the restaurant that, me, that he paid for me and my homegirl to go to. And I'm like, yo, you keep bringing this shit up that you paid for the restaurant. It's pissing me off because, like I said before, I'm not a chicken tender bitch. I give, I'm going to give him his credit for hopping on the plane coming out for my birthday because he didn't have to do that. 
But just because you paid for the restaurant don't mean shit to me. Because at the end of the day, that meal was going to get paid for regardless. It was already in my plans back in March that I was going to that for my birthday. That I was going to that restaurant for my birthday. It was already in my plans back in March that I was going to be in Miami. It was already in my plans back in March of what the fuck I was going to do. And I already had the fucking money. You know what I mean? So it was just like, why are you bringing it up? You keep bringing it up to make sure he can do this, make sure he can do that. Like, like I'm a bitch that ain't used to shit. Now I'm starting to wonder, like, are you a nigga that never do shit for a bitch? Did you do it because you thought that you was going to fuck? Like, what did you do? What was your real intentions on doing it? Because if somebody do it just for the kindness out of their heart, just because they fuck with you and they want you to have a good birthday, why would they keep bringing this shit up? Then you tell me, oh, when you did it or whatever, that you should get 30 days of whatever fuck he said about, like, this. me and him shouldn't be arguing for 30 days because he should get a 30-day pass because he paid for that. I don't give a fuck. My thing is, I'm not going to let no money, let nobody because they got money come in and dictate and rule what the fuck goes on over here. You're not even my man. You feel me? You're not even my man. I really feel like he has this in his mind that he's the fucking prize. Yeah, I went there. He has it in his mind that he's the fucking prize. And that's a conversation for a different day. But if you're going to date somebody or see somebody that think that you should be chasing after them, that it's a, it is a uh, privilege to be in a presence... It's one thing to think highly of yourself, but when you start projecting it onto the person you're talking to, like, oh, you should be grateful that you're talking to me. I'm the best. You can never you can never get the best of the best. You can't get no better than this. Let me explain something to you, nigga, and other niggas too, okay? When you're 35 with two fucking kids, and I'm 26, matter of fact, 27, 25 when you met me, 25 when you met me, okay, with no fucking kids, and my own shit, regardless of my fucking struggle or not, my own shit, nigga. And I look good? And I'm fit? You think I can't find another you? You really think that you got give to a bitch? You think I can't get another? I can get about three dozens of you. Three dozens of you. And then it's that little part after you say that to a nigga that they get mad and be like, we know you can get a man. We know you can get a man, but can you keep him? You know what? I'm getting sick and tired of hearing that shit. And at first, I thought about it and I was like, you know what? My problem is that I can't keep a man. Now I'm like, you know what? That ain't my fucking problem. That ain't my fucking problem that I can't keep a man. Some of these men ain't meant to be fucking kept. <laughs> yeah, I went there. Some of y'all niggas, you know how Kevin, Kevin Samuel said, get a dog and die alone? That's how some of y'all niggas need to be. Get a fucking dog and die alone. For real, for real. Because... Y'all got some fucking healing to do. They love to say black women got healing to do. Women this, women hurt, da da da. Women bash men. No, 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 no. It's one thing I have learned from watching the type of people, men that listen to this red pill content. These motherfuckers is hurt. They hurt. And they hurt because of shit that happened to them in the third grade, bitch. Go sit on somebody's couch, my nigga. For real, for real. And that's why they listen to this red pill content, this fucking Kevin Samuels. Not saying Kevin Samuels is a bad guy. Some of his shit was good for me, but Kevin Samuels and Fresh and Fit and all of them. That's why they listen to that type of content because they got fucking hurt. So they said, let me listen to this. Let me try to play these manipulation games that they telling me about. And it might have worked on some women. So they keep doing it. But here's the thing. It's going to work on little ass girls. A woman who's strong and who the fuck she is. That shit is not going to work. Either you're going to come here with the same fucking energy that I'm giving you. Are you going to get the fuck out of my face? Period. That's how I'm coming now. And I feel like that's how I've been coming. But now I really like 10 tones down. This is how the fuck I feel. And I ain't, I ain't fucking afraid to say it. Either you want to show up with the same fucking energy that I'm giving. And let it be known that you feeling me like that. 
or you gonna get the fuck out of my way because you're taking up space for another man period I don't give a fuck if you make seven figures nigga I don't give a fuck that's how I feel and I'm gonna stand on it that's how I feel I hate when a motherfucker constantly bring up shit and once you made me feel some type of way about asking you for supplies for my exotic dancer line and having to choose between that and the dinner in Miami and then I decide, okay, fuck it, you can do the dinner in Miami. Do you keep throwing up the dinner in Miami in my fucking face? It made me feel like I can't never ask you for anything. That's how I felt. I felt like I can't ask him for shit. Like, I don't even want to ask him for nothing. Like, if I'm fucked up, I'd rather struggle. Like, I don't want to ask him for shit because this is what comes with asking people for shit. I'm good. And then these men wonder why they have so many, I'm, I'm a strong, independent black woman. I don't need a nigga for shit. Y'all create these women when you do shit like this. You create these women. I want a woman to worse than her feminine. How? How? And it ain't even just about the money. It's about the fact that you make a bitch feel like she can't rely on you. And you make a bitch feel like she's supposed to chase you. That's not going to work. Just like you don't feel like you should have to go through hoops to get me. Why we can't just both be equally, you know what I mean? Equally be feeling each other. Why can't it just be mutual benefit type of situation? You know what I'm saying? Why I got to go above and beyond for you? Like you somebody. And then you come and you, and you don't know that when you do shit like that, you make that person feel like they nothing, like they beneath you. And one thing I'm not going to let a motherfucker do is let a motherfucker make me feel like I'm a fucking Honda Civic. Because I'm not. I'm a big body fucking Benz, bitch. Push a P Porsche, bitch. Fuck you talking about? Big B Bentley, ho. I ain't never. I ain't no motherfucking Honda. I ain't no motherfucking Acura. I ain't no motherfucking Nissan. Infinity. None of that shit. I never been that regular bitch. And if you can't see why you in the presence of me by the little things I may do that I really care and that I really put thought into the shit that I do and I really keep the contact with you, you can't respect what I show you, then you don't deserve a bitch like me. Period. You don't. You need to go get a weak bitch who you can manipulate and control and turn her into whatever the fuck you want to turn her into and be a puppet. Because somebody like me, you can't handle. You can't handle. And I really start to wonder that if I, if you didn't know about the podcast, would you even have carried me this way? For real. I really want to know that. If he did not know about the podcast, would he have carried me this way? And that's sad that I have to think like that. That's fucking sad, bro. It really is. So, that pisses me off. The throwing the shit back up in my face. So, another situation happened. Ooh, child. Another situation happens where... Like I said, I got fired, had to start a new job. Y'all know y'all got to wait two weeks for y'all paycheck, sometimes three weeks in the hole to get your first check. After I come back from Miami, I had a little bit of money, and that's what I was using to get to work. But it was literally a little bit of money. So now I have people coming in and helping me because I don't have it. I have a Jeep too, so I spend a lot of money in gas, and I still have to feed myself. You get what I'm saying? And everything else I need. So three weeks in a paycheck hole is damn near like a month when you're broke. Real shit. And it's not like if I would have got fired a month before a month before my birthday, then I would have canceled my trip. I got fucking fired a week of my birthday. The show must go on, my nigga. 
okay? Because I know some people going to be like, well, you should have went for your birthday. You should have saved that birthday money. No, I'm just like, I know how this shit went. Excuse me. So, I have my ex helping me. I got another man helping me. My mom helping me. My dad helping me, giving me gas money, doing little things here and there. These All these people are chipping in. My friends, my cousins, they all trying to help as much as they can. But these three weeks feel like two fucking months, <laughs> for real. And I'm just not in a mental headspace. Like, I'm really, you know, when you broke, you fucked up, like, mentally. Because you just, like, you feel like you can't do shit. Like, I'm used, I'm used to having hobbies and going out and doing things. I can't do shit when my pockets are fucked up. Like, this, this $10 really mean a lot right now. Like, I really got to hold on to it. I got to figure out how the fuck I'm going to make $15 stretch. Yeah, that's where I'm at right now. Well, not now, but... At the moment, right? So everybody done chipped in and helped me. And I done hit up these people probably like, hit them up probably like three to four times. They done helped like three, four, maybe twice. I'll say twice. These people have that names have helped me twice. I can't constantly keep asking them for help. But the guy that I'm on the phone with and kiki key and flirting with and I'm really feeling and, you know, all mushy moo moo calling babe and shit. I feel like I can't ask him for shit. I feel like I can't ask him for nothing. Why do I feel like that? I shouldn't have to feel that way. So I text him on a Monday and I say, yo, I don't even know how to fuck. I think it was Sunday. I don't know how the fuck I'm about to get to work. Like, I'm, uh, I don't know how I'm going to do this. I really need gas. I probably have enough to last me for two days, but I don't know what I'm going to do for the next two weeks is what I said to him. This Negro seen the message, text back and said, aren't you working? And I text back and said, yeah, but you know that I'll be two weeks in the hole. So I'm still trying to figure out how I'm going to get to work until I get my first check. The nigga never texts back. He left me on red. Oh, and this motherfucker, he will leave you on red all the time. He constantly leaves me on red. And he's a motherfucking dickhead with it because it doesn't even say that it was red. It just says deliver. And I know no way in hell you think I'm going to just stand there type of bitch. Like, you just going to leave me there? Like, oh, let's leave her there. Like, I'm going to just, oh, cheek weight type of bitch. I'm not a I'm a weight type of bitch. You feel me? So that boils my spirit. Like, I get really upset. And it's not that he's been doing this from the beginning, leaving me on fucking rap. You feel me? And I've been letting it slide because he'll call here and there or he'll text in the morning. Now I'm on some shit like, I don't even want to be fucking bothered with you. That's how pissed off I am. Ooh, child. So, he sees the message. He ignores it. Okay. Now it's Thursday. I've been struggling and surviving to get to work Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday come around. I'm driving this shit on E to get to work. I got to drive it 40 minutes to get to work on E. Guaranteed, my struggle is not his problem. But I do believe if you're going to be talking to somebody, you should not feel like you can't ask for help. You should not feel like you can't ask this person for help. You should not feel like you can't tell this person, yo, I'm fucked up. You shouldn't feel like that. You shouldn't feel like you have to pretend to be okay when you're not okay. You know what I'm saying? Because before you actually get in a relationship with somebody, they're supposed to be your friend, right? So why can't I tell my friend that, listen, I'm fucked up out here. I feel like I can't even do that. Because if I hint about it, you're going to feel like I'm about to ask you for something. So then you leave me on fucking red. And let's go back to the podcast because I feel like I, I said in the podcast, you can hint about it to a man. He's going to come out. He's going to help you. If he don't help you, then you ask, right? This is the same thing that he's, he, oh, she's using this on me, so I'm not going to, I'm going to ignore her. I'm going to ignore her. That pisses me the fuck off. 
right? So Thursday come around. At this point, my mother ain't got no money because I done took all her fucking money. My daddy don't got no money right now because I done took all his fucking money. My, my ex ain't got it because I done took all his fucking money. You know what I mean? I, what the fuck I'm going to do? I done spent all my cousin money in his damn account. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. I'm fucked up. Okay, let me call the guy I've been talking to. Good morning. Well, and I had to make it awkward because I didn't know how to ask no more. I didn't know how to ask him because I really felt uncomfortable asking. I never felt like this before. I really felt uncomfortable asking him. So I was just like, fuck it. Close mouth, don't get fat. I need the fucking help. So I'm going to call and ask. So I called and was like, good morning. Well, I'm just calling you because I was wondering if you can give me some gas money. Cause da, 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 da. And it was awkward. I know it was awkward. I felt the awkward tension. I said, well, if it's a, if, if it's a big deal, I will pay you the money back. That's what I told him. He like, if it's a big deal. And he felt like I was using manipulation tactic on him. But I really wasn't. And I told him, he got, he said it like with a smart attitude. I said, no, I'm not trying to be funny. I'm just telling you that I feel uncomfortable asking you. Because the first time I told you I need help, you made me feel some type of way. So now I really don't want to ask you for anything. But I'd be damned if I'm entertaining a nigga that can't help me. I didn't say that part, but that's how I felt. So he sent the money or whatever. Then later on, I called my lunch break. He answers the phone. We talk about it. He like, you know, I didn't like how you did that. You know, I know that on Monday that on Sunday you was hinting about it or whatever. And, you know, I knew that's what you was getting at. But, you know, you got to kind of figure out how to tap into me so that you can get that. And I'm like, tap into you so that I can get that. So you want me to do what? And, and, and it pisses me off about the whole tap into me to make sure you get that. Because, like, for example, here's an example, right? He has a little thing, list thing that he does, right, that his therapist brings him. And he, I noticed that he hasn't been doing it. And I brought it up on the phone. Like, you know, you haven't been doing it. He was like, yeah, you should have you should have started off by mentioning that and then asked me for the money. Or then I would have volunteered and, got the, and gave you the money. And I get the whole you want somebody that's really into you type of situation before you give them money or do things for them, whatever case may be. Here's my thing. I feel like I showed that already. I call you every day. I text you every morning. I text you every night. I try to start conversations with you. I know your schedule. You feel me? I make comments about little things that I notice that you, you know, that can help. You feel me? I give thoughtful gifts. I feel like I show that I'm into you. But then you tell me, oh, you, but you got a roster. So you, you could be calling and texting all the niggas. That's not special. So my time is not valuable. Because you believe I have a roster? Why is my podcast being brought back up in a a space that's supposed to be shared between me and you? But you keep bringing up she knows. And that's why I really wonder, if you didn't know about the podcast, would you still act this way? Like, would you still be acting like this? Are you just doing this because you know the content? It really pisses me the fuck off. So when he said that, like, I need to figure out how to tap into him so I can get that, I'm like... Well, I get that's how your brain works, but here's how my brain works. I don't think I want to date someone or sleep with someone or do anything with them if I feel like I can't call on them when I need help. And that's how you make me feel. You make me feel like I need to come out and say, I don't need a nigga for shit, bitch. That's how you make me feel. And that's not even me, but I feel like that. Like, I really feel like that. Like, I feel so angry you know what I mean like that's how I felt and and I I never felt like that before and I'm just like you know I said back today and I said I don't want to talk to him no more I don't want to talk to him no more because if I feel like that I don't need to be dealing with you I don't I don't I don't need to be dealing with you at all 
I don't. If you want to play these stupid-ass childish-ass games, I don't need to be dealing with you at all. We just don't mesh together well. You might be the right person for somebody else, but for this bitch, no ma'am, no sir, <laughs> no ham, no bacon, <laughs> no turkey, bitch. <laughs> I'm good. And the reason why I came to that conclusion today because today I was talking to him and I was telling him about my day at work and everything like that. And you know I don't let all the red flags go. I'm thinking we made up. It is what it is. So I'm talking about my day at work and everything like that, whatever. And then I don't know how we got into it, but I was telling him, like, I don't like the fact that you leave me on red. Like, it really pisses me off, and I'm not playing no more. Like, you need to stop doing it. Oh, it's not left leaving you on right. Then what Then what is it? Because I know damn well that you got the message. You just took the thing off your phone where it doesn't say deliver, but I know damn well you got the message. So what is it then? Oh, I didn't leave you on right. I didn't leave you on right. So now I'm getting upset because you fucking play me like I'm stupid. So I was bitten like, well, I don't like that, and I'm not playing no more. And I guess he didn't like the tone of my voice. So he was like, I got to go. I got to go. And he hung up. That was it for me. That was it for me. I'm sick and tired of being on the phone with you and you keep trying to fucking hang up on me. I'm sick and tired of sitting there fucking trying to have conversations with you and you click over and you answer the phone with somebody else and it hangs up. And then I tell you, you hung up on me, tell me to call you back. I feel like I'm more into you than you're into me. And that's a fucking problem. That's a problem. I feel like you think that you're a bad bitch and you're supposed to be chased. I feel like you ain't done healing. And because of all the women that hurt you, you want a bitch to sniff up your ass and be up your ass so that you can really feel like she's into you. And I love when men come out and say, oh, well, I present myself in this type of way so women should know when she's in the presence of a king and she should never carry me like I was no regular person. She shouldn't carry me like that. But look how you act when a woman don't carry you like you're a regular, regular person. You worried about other niggas that you don't even know about. You don't even know about. Who's to say I really have a roster? Who's to say that? Who's to say that? If you feel like you're the main priority, who's to say that? If we're not in a relationship, why do you care about me entertaining other men? And the shit that pisses me off the most is you bring them up the most. This man brings it up the most about other men. I don't bring up other niggas. I don't. I said something about him not, not um, t- texting back and leaving me on right. He's going to say, oh, you can go text your other niggas in. Why do you bring up other niggas? No, you brought them up. No, you brought them the fuck up. You brought them up. I didn't bring them up. I don't even carry you like you the fucking third or the second. I don't even carry you like that. So why do you keep bringing up other niggas? Then you listen to the podcast and you bring up the fact that I said something about the dude in the, in the uh, downplay his looks. Like, well, I'm not as fine as him. Why are you bringing up other niggas? I don't get it. Like, I don't understand. I'm single just like you single, right? We're just ta- we're just talking. Why are you bringing up other I don't bring up other bitches to you. I may crack jokes and shit like that. But I don't really sit here and be like, oh, when you're not talking, you go talk to her. I don't give a fuck. I'm I'm really pissed, y'all. Like I'm so pissed off. Like I'm heated. And you know what? I have to say this. I'd be damned if I let a motherfucker treat me like I'm a Honda Civic. And I'm gonna keep repeating that bitch. I'll be damned if I let a motherfucker treat me like I'm a Honda Civic, though. Cause I am not. I'm a motherfucking Bentley, bitch. And if you don't know that. 
I'm not going to force you to see it. I'm not going to try to get you to see it. I'm not going to dance in front of you so you can see my work. Move the fuck out of my way so another nigga could see my fucking work and come take this place. Because I know how the fuck I show up. And quite frankly, it is nothing that ever left my life that I felt like I missed out on. Because if it was meant to be here, it would have fucking been here. With that being said, I think I'm done. I think I'm done. Fuck, I think. I know I'm done. And, you know, I'm going to see the motherfucker again because we have to work with each other on projects and shit like that. And that's cool. I'll keep my shit. My business is always going to be good. You feel me? Like, shit that I really, you know, I take this shit serious. So, ain't nigga going to interfere with that. Period. When the cameras are on, I'll act like I get along with you. But when the cameras go off, we ain't got shit to talk about. Bye. Keep moving. I have nothing to say to you. You feel me? And it just kills me because people don't know today, but they do. What they don't like being done to them, they do to other people. Like, you want somebody to text you back quick, pick up the phone quick as fuck, act like they all into you, but you don't do the same for them. You don't do the same for them. So why should I constantly treat you like you that nigga when you treat me like I'm a fucking horse? That's a problem. And if you don't know it's a problem, then go find somebody else that that, that can deal with that. Period. Go get you a weak-ass bitch. Because I'm going to stand firm on who the fuck I am. And that's just what the fuck it is. And honestly, ladies, I feel better that I got this off my chest. Because I needed to. I needed to. I really feel like Beyonce. Who the fuck do you think I am? You ain't talking to no average bitch boy. What? You could watch my fat ass twist, boy. As I move on to the next dick, boy. What Beyonce say? Um, don't hurt yourself. She said, and keep your money. I got my own. Keep a big smile on my face. Being alone. Bad motherfucker. God complex. Motivate your ass. Call me Malcolm X. That's how I feel. <laughs> That's how I feel. Straight like that. Yep. Bad motherfucker. God complex. That's how I feel. That's how I feel. Yep. Period. Big purr. And that's on Big Worm. So I guess the lesson of the day, besides me going on a rant, would be when people don't treat you like who you believe and you know you are, get rid of them. That's it. That's all. If people make you step out of who you believe you are and make you step out of um, who you are, period, because if you believe, you, you are whoever you say you are, okay, I am whoever I say I am, I tell y'all that all the time, right, when people make you feel, or try to make you feel, that you ain't who you are, fuck them, if someone doesn't realize who the fuck you are, fuck them, strong on the fuck them, Bernie Mac voice, fuck them, that's how I feel, Get rid of them motherfuckers now. Because what did you gain from having them around you? Nothing. Honestly, you're wasting my time. That's how I feel. And don't ever date anyone, talk to anyone that wants you to think that this is the best you'll ever get. Bitch, you got me fucked up. And he told me, that's because you're younger. Y'all have this abundance mindset. Bitch, I'm in my prime. <laughs> Bitch, I'm in my prom. Say it again. Bitch, I'm in my prom. 
fuck is you talking about? I'm not no girl out here in the club trying to, you know, date the scammers. No, I want a grown-ass man that eventually want to be married and have fucking kids. That's where the fuck I'm at with it. I did not save my wound as long to let a motherfucking dumbass nigga come in here and think they're going to shake up some shit and make me forget who the fuck I am, make me think that you're the best I ever will get or ever have. Let me tell you something. I met a man when I was, how old was I, 24? And he was 35. And he was, um, uh, I think I talked about him before, but I never said what he did. But um, he was an aircraft engineer, right? And they were making that bank, bitch. He bought me nice stuff. He took me places and everything like that. But I wasn't in a rush to have sex with him or do anything with him that serious yet because I just got out of a relationship. And I remember when he left, um, and, I, and I understand why he left, because he felt like I played games with him, because I wasn't ready to be intimate with him yet, because I was still dealing with my, not dealing with my ex has to sleep with him, but I was still dealing with the hurt from my ex. I wasn't able to move on yet. I wasn't ready to move on yet. So I get why he stopped fucking with me, right? He just ghosted me or whatever. When he ghosted me, I was talking to my homegirl, and I was like, man, he was a really good dude. I was like, he gave me whatever fuck I wanted. He took me out all the time. He spent a lot of time on me. He was he really invest he was willing to invest in me. Like, I ain't even gonna hold you. Like I wanted to take my test over, my sister test over. He paid for that. He was pushing me to get my session license. Like, he was into me. I knew he was. But now that I look back on, I think he was going into me because he wanted to fuck me. That's what that was. And I mean, hey, a lot of them wanna fuck, right? But I still like to say that he was into me. I was telling my friend, and I felt like I fumbled that. And not time I fumbled the bag, but I feel like I fumbled in general with having somebody that had their shit together and was able to show me something new and provide something new for me. I feel like I fucked that up. So I called him, and I said sorry to him, and I said I want to make it work. And he told me he was talking to somebody else. And I felt so hurt. I was hurt. And I said, okay, let it go. And I know that when I talked to my friend, the real reason why I was hurt is because me and my friend had a conversation and she made it seem like that was the best I ever had and I'm never going to get anything better than that. To the point that I started to believe it. Like, damn, I had an older dude that had this, this, and that. He was doing it, da, da, da. I ain't going to never get that shit again. Like, I fucked up. This is the best I ever get. That nigga had six figures, bitch. I ain't going to never get a nigga with six figures again. I got to get back on that. I got to get him back. Put that in my mindset that this is the only thing I could ever get. And this is the end all be all. And I believed it for a little bit. Until I met another six figure nigga. Until I met another six figure nigga. Until I met a man who even though he didn't make six figures, he still will go above and beyond for me. And if I call and say I need something, he's going to give it to me. And he still has conversations that I can feed off of. Did we break up or stop talking to you or whatever you want to call it for other reasons? Yes. He was toxic, bitch. But I still seen that. My male best friend, y'all heard me talking about my male best friend on here. He's a rapper. Shout out to him. And he's an editor. He does all this stuff. You know, he's behind, like, he's low-key behind this podcast, right? I tell y'all that all the time. Like, he did this blocker blocker. He's sort of kind of like, you know, my ideal guy, low-key. And 
just having him in my life and all the other men I have came across after that, I realized that this isn't the best I can ever get. And I would never say, you're the best thing that ever happened to me. I guess I have an abundant mindset. And I'm going to always think like that. Because one thing I know is that older men love to run games on younger women. Men in general love to run games on, on women. But older men love to run games on younger women. Right? We know that. But I think that they don't like the fact that they can tell a woman their age or older with three to four kids and neck tattoos or whatever um, that I'm the best you ever had. And if I didn't wife you, the next nigga that's like me wouldn't wife you either. And those women, they'll believe it and they'll jump through hoops and everything and to get that man because they believe their clock is ticking. You're damn near 40 with three kids and you're not married. So, of course, you're like, I got to hold on to it. I got to hold on to it. But then when that same man comes in the presence of a bitch like me. And he tries to run that game and tell me how, well, older women, they go all out. And, da, 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 and it doesn't work on me. I think that he gets upset because he fails to realize that, like I said before, I'm 26. I look good. <laughs> I got a nice body, all right? Ass ain't fat, fat, but I got a nice body. I carry myself well. You know, I am I think I'm smart. Shit. I can articulate myself very well. Shit, okay? I'm feminine. I'm spiritual. And did I mention no kids? So you think you'll be the first and the last man to come in my life? That's on your level. You won't be. You won't be. I don't have plenty of you. Like, it's raining men. Hallelujah, it's raining men. <laughs> okay? But I think my next one going to be old as dirt. I'm over it. I'm over it. I'm over it. I'm not dating nobody in their 30s no more. I'm good. I'm sick and tired of y'all motherfuckers. Y'all think y'all the shit and y'all ain't. And I'm, I'm over it. I want a motherfucker... That doesn't just believe that he's the prize. There's nothing wrong with thinking that you're the shit and believing you're a prize. But know when you're in the presence of a woman who's a prize too. Do not think that you're the only one in a relationship who's a good thing. Because at the end of the day, in the Bible, God said, a man that finds a wife finds a good thing. If you're going to treat me like I'm nothing, I'm going to remove myself. I told you before. I'm not a Honda Civic bitch. Big P Pusher Porsche bitch. Period. Big body Bentley bitch. Period. So, I'm gonna wrap this up. It's going on 54 minutes. And I had to get it off my chest. And I think that I'm not gonna say he's a horrible guy. He's just not the guy for me. He's gonna be the best thing I never had. And I'm okay with that. And he's gonna be the best thing for another woman to have. But it won't be this bitch. So I'm going to pray for her. Whoever gets him. Because it ain't going to be me. And um, that's that. So yeah. As always, ladies, keep it clatchy. I hope y'all learned something from this episode. And I look forward to hearing from you guys next time. Mwah.